Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. I really can't stay. The baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been Hoping that you drop in. I'll hold your hands. They're just like My ice. mother will start to Beautiful. My father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace. So really, I'd better go. Darling, please don't hurry. Well, maybe just to have a drink more. Put some music on while I pour. Neighbors might think. Baby, it's bad out there. Hey, what is this drink? No caps to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like starlight now. I'll take your hat. Your hair looks well. No, no, no. Mind if I move up? At least I'm gonna say that I tried. What's the sense in hurting my pride? I really can't say. Baby, it's cold answer is no. But baby, it's cold outside. This welcome has been Lucky that you so dropped nice in. Look out the window at that My storm. My sister will be suspicious. My brother will the be there at the door. Sure. My maiden aunt's mind is delicious. Well, maybe just a half a drink more. Never such a blizzard before. I got to go home. Baby, you'll freeze out there. Hey, lend me your coat. Up to your knees out there. You've really been great. I thrill when you touch my hand. How can you do this thing to it's me? Tomorrow. I'll think of my lifelong At sorrow. least there will be plenty in If you call pneumonia and I, I really can't stay Baby, Baby it's cold <laughs> Well, good Thursday morning from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt, and joining us in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our co-host, Bobby Bell. And, Bobby, I hope it's not cold outside where you are. <laughs> well, we actually have a, a little bit of a nippy day today. I'm loving it. And a little a little gray, a little sun, it feels like something's coming. <laughs> uh, well, by the way, that was Baby It's Cold Outside by Mary Kay Holt. R.W. Hampton, a great song for the season, and uh, it may be cold where you are, and it may not be, but we have a fantastic show today, and Bob, tell us who our guest is. Oh, we have Joni Harms standing by, and we'll be playing wonderful Christmas music of hers, and who do we have in the second hour? Our good friend, 
Mr. Robert Eversall is joining us. And uh, as you know, Bobby, he is now a number one best-selling author in addition to his <laughs> trail expertise. So we're going to have a great time visiting with Robert today. But right now, let's listen to a song from Joni. It's called A Cowboy Christmas. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Joni Harms today on the Campfire Cafe. Legacy Radio Network. We just heard Cowboy Christmas, performed by today's guest, Joni Harms. Today's guest, Joni Harms, writes and sings about the Western way of life, a life she has personally experienced. She lives on a ranch in Oregon that was homesteaded by her great-great-grandfather in 1872. Joni has the songwriter's gift. Spinning stories with her words and clear, captivating country voice, she grabs a hold of the listener and doesn't let go. Throughout her music career, she has recorded 14 albums and won numerous awards. 
Her most recent, just last month, and I was there, was her induction into the International Western Music Association Hall of Fame. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe returning guest and always a delight to chat with award-winning singer, songwriter, performer, entertainer, and one of my favorite Christmas cowgirls, <laughs> Joni Harms. Welcome, Joni. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Oh, I'm so glad to be with you guys today. This is great. Merry Christmas to you. Yes, indeed. I love, uh, you know, getting out there and playing some of the Christmas music. We've been doing quite a bit of it already. And, you know, that album we recorded right in our dining room. Um, I wanted it to come off like I was just kind of sitting in people's homes playing Christmas music for them rather than something that was, you know, all kinds of uh, effects and everything put on it in the studio. So that's a very raw album that we made, um, like I said, right here at the house. And it's always always fun to share it with people and get their reactions to some of my songs. Well, it's a great album, and you did a great job with it. But i got to ask you, are you ready for Christmas? You know, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think it's uh I think if I was already completely done, Gary, I wouldn't enjoy the build up here that I've still got um ahead of me um until the twenty fourth. So so yeah, I think, you know, I've kinda got it structured so I, I get to do some baking one day, I get to do some wrapping one day, do a little shopping, uh go play some music somewhere. Um it's all it's all part of the, the build up to uh to get to Christmas Day. Great Christmas experience, and uh, I saw some of the baking that you had done for Thanksgiving. So it's like, <laughs> okay, I know where I'd like to be this year for Christmas, you know. <laughs> well, that kind of goes back to my mama and grandma. They were they were big bakers, and and there's just some traditions you can't you know live without. Yeah. yeah. Are there some Are there some things that you bake at Christmas that are unique? To Christmas? Absolutely. Absolutely. We've got Lefse, which is a Scandinavian, the Norwegian, actually, uh, kind of a, it looks like a tortilla that's made out of potatoes. And we've made uh-huh. quite a few batches of Lefse already. I don't know if either one of you have ever tasted it, but it's no. it's delicious to me anyway. Um, you should, should look at it. It's not the easiest thing to make, but I was taught since I was a little girl how to do it in the traditional way is to put like butter and brown sugar in it and roll it up or jam mm. or something like that. But I love it. In fact, I just had one this morning with a little bit of bacon in it and it's uh, oh, just wow. so, so good. Yeah. So, yeah. but there's other kinds of cookies and, and different things too that, I mean, Nuremberg's are a tradition that from my dad's side, my dad was German and my mom was Norwegian. And so we have a little bit of both of those kind of things. Nuremberg's are a cookie that you have to make real early made out of honey and they're hard as rocks when you first make them but then if you can keep your fingers out of them and you put them in a container and leave them for you know a week or two they just get softer and better as as christmas approaches oh wow oh yum (laughs) yeah Uh, okay we're making arrangements to come to your house (laughs) okay please do always room for more where there's room in the the heart there's room in the home that's what my mom always used to say (laughs) I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Hey, let's get to yeah. another song from the CD, uh, Christmas in the Country. This one is called Gray Donkey. Tell us about this song. Oh, I'd love to, because uh, this is a really interesting story. I was just sitting having a cup of coffee 
working on finishing writing some songs for my Christmas album, and I looked out, and we had got a, a horse. Um, his name was Buck, and when I went to pick him up, he's a big old quarter horse. You've probably seen him in some of the, I think at least I know I've got him in my Let's Put the Western Back in the Country CD as a picture of us riding together. And anyway, when I went to pick him up, the owner said, the previous owner said, there's one little catch that I don't know if I remember to tell you, and that's that he has a buddy that's named Pokey, and he was a pretty high-strung horse. So this little miniature donkey was his best friend. And so he said, you take Buck, you've got to take Pokey too. So anyway, wow. he did, and he just ended up being a joy. I loved him so much, and they were best buddies. But one morning, I was looking out in the pasture, and I saw him out there, and I just thought, you know, that's a mighty small animal to carry Mary with child all the way to Bethlehem. And just mm-hmm. like that, Gary, I mean, it was so funny, Bobby. I just had to grab my paper and pencil. It was one of those times where songwriters know this or writers know this. Sometimes you just get a gift. And so mm-hmm. as soon as I could, could as fast as I could write, the song came to me, and um, so I wrote The Little Gray Donkey with probably, I suppose, about 20 minutes it was done. And it's just it's been one of my favorite Christmas songs to share. Great song, mm. The Little Gray Donkey. We'll be back in just a moment. In a place far away, many years ago, lived a little just couldn't grow He was teased by the others Till sometimes he'd cry Then one day a kind man came looking to buy He said I haven't much money But you can have what I've got That little gray donkey I sure like a lot I've quite a long journey Need him for my wife Sir, I'd be grateful The rest of my life So the little gray donkey The one oh so small No, not the He carried Mary uphill and down Till he brought her safely to Bethlehem town A wondrous thing happened the very next morn In a little cow stall baby As wise men and shepherds came looking to see The little gray donkey fell as big as could be Yes, the little gray donkey's an important part To the story we carry so close to our heart He proved God loves us no matter what's 
written and performed by Joni Harms from her fabulous Christmas album that everyone should have in your Christmas library. Christmas <laughs> in the country. You know, Joni, it's really fun reading the uh, the notes that go along with this album. And you have a, a kind of a PS at the very bottom that says, White Whiskers, which we're going to play a little bit later, and Little Gray Donkey, I dedicate to the light of my life, my daughter, Olivia. <laughs> Yeah, well, she kind of has been, had my heart since day one, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And I know she was just um, performing at the NFR in in Las Vegas. She had a really full week, it looked like. Well, and guess what? She's back again. I took her and her brother to the airport um, (laughs) yesterday. And kind of a funny thing, several people have said to me, well, why did she come home on Sunday if she's going back on Wednesday? And I said, well, she tried to convince me that it was a wash because she's getting, you know, uh, well, the first time Miss Rosen America flew her in, so her flight was covered. And then this next time she's doing some stuff for Roper. But she said, you know, it was really a wash to, to, to fly home or to stay uh, those two extra nights that I didn't have anything Monday and Tuesday in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. know the real story is that she had worn I think the 16 or 8 or 10, whatever it was, outfits that she had packed for the first <laughs> week, and she needed to come home and repack. Ah, <laughs> uh, now we get the truth. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. So anyway, she and Luke went together, which is kind of fun, my son. And uh, he's 23 mm-hmm. and she's 26, and, and they both have had bows, but neither one of them do right now. So so he went down with her and is carrying her guitar to the different events that she's doing, and I bet they're having a lot of fun. So. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure they are. I'm sure, sure they, they are. are. I'm sure they are. Yeah. <laughs> so, Joni, tell us uh, what kind of Christmas traditions do you have with the kids? Oh, oh absolutely. Tons of music. Um, in fact, speaking about Olivia, one of the funniest things was uh, when White Whiskers, which we, we can talk about, well, you're going to play that song anyway. That's what my dad called White uh, Santa Claus, was White Whiskers. And so then I uh-huh. got inspired to write a song called that. But anyway, I think she was six, and we have this video of her um, getting her first guitar from Santa Claus. And she just opened it up, and she just had this huge expression in those big eyes of hers. She just goes, oh, it's my dream. And then a couple minutes later, she said, Mom, if you'll just give me a few hours, I can come back out this afternoon and play some Christmas songs for you on my new guitar if you'd like. Oh. <laughs> well, she discovered real quick that it was a little harder to get those fingers on the cords and all that than she thought it was going to be. And uh, so it took her a little longer than that afternoon to, to get where she could play the guitar. But by golly, a few years later... I walked by her bedroom and I heard um, some guitar music coming out of there and she had her door shut. And so I, I never said a peep, but uh, it did turn out to be her dream and she's doing very well following that dream. And it's, it's just a joy for me to see her 
uh, doing so many things that I used to do, like singing for the Miss Rodeo America pageant and everything uh, at, at the NFR earlier this this. Uh, month, but it, the music is a huge part of our traditions. Good cooking and family time is is big. We get together with the neighbors and the family and friends, and and just have a big old get together, like I say in one of my songs. And that, that this year is going to be the nineteenth. So if you guys are in the neighborhood, uh, please huh. come by. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to plan on that for the twentieth or something. That might be a cool deal. Mm-hmm. Be a cool deal. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get. The Gift, and uh, a great traditional song. How did you select this, the album? The Gift, did you say? Huh? Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, that's a did friend you of mine the song. That's the one song on the album I did not write, but it just it just gets to my heart and brings tears to my eyes every time I hear this. It's a Stephanie Davis song, and she and I got to be pretty good friends, and so I asked her, I said, would you care if I shared your song on my Christmas CD, and I said it's going to be very acoustic, very natural, very no no um, you know effects put on it. We just want it to sound like people are sitting in the living room with us. And she said I'd be tickled if you would. So so yes, we we went ahead and recorded the gift. And uh, if you have not heard this song before, please listen. It's it's just got the most beautiful story. Well, let's take a listen to the gift, and we'll be back in just a moment to talk more with Joni. On the Campfire Cafe.
been my great great grandfather who came over from Germany on a ship. He was a uh, you know he got his way on there to be able to come across by being a, a mop the, the yeah, you know the boat. He had uh, what do you call those? The it's not the, the deck. Of the, yeah, I guess that's the decks. I was thinking of the stern or all that kind of fancy stuff. But yeah, basically it's the decks. And uh, yeah, yes, he, yeah. he did that and uh, got a free ride over for taking care of a whole bunch of jobs on the ship. And then, and then uh, I guess uh, made his way to just shortly after the Oregon Trail, made his way to Oregon and found his little piece of heaven right here. And so we we still are very proud to be calling it home. Wow! Wow! Well, that's that is a great story and a great tradition. And uh, there are still a few centuries ranches and farms out there, but unfortunately, they're all starting to disappear, so I'm glad you're still in the home place. And, uh, yeah, and with all this COVID thing that was good, has been going on, one of my biggest deals has been trying to fix up, the, we have the barn that was built here shortly after it was homesteaded, so sometime in the 1800s, and um, I, you know, it's starting to need a little love, and so we've been uh, really having some guys come in and we put a stairway in and a new roof and, and she's really coming back to life. Some of the hand uh-huh. beams and everything that are in here just, just can't not be shared. And so my latest adventure and hope uh, is that I can turn this into like a uh, place where we can do barn concerts and have people oh, come be- here and, and uh, play and they get the chance to see that old barn and, and the amazing work that was done when those guys didn't hardly have any kind of tools to work with. You know, it's just mm-hmm. amazing. Well, that mm-hmm. craftsmanship mm-hmm. is, I mean, you just don't see that kind of craftsmanship anymore. Well, and if you do, it's not done by, you know, hand. It's done by computers and machines and that kind of thing. There's still some beautiful work done, but but it truly amazes me each time I go out there and take the time to look at some of the work that's been put into that barn and, you know, being over to Europe a few times and things too, some of those beautiful churches and things that they've made over there when they didn't have any tools to do it with either. I just, I mean, some of those folks that came a long time before us really were um, folks that, I mean, sometimes we complain about the littlest efforts that we have to make for work and, and those guys really knew what that word meant, didn't they? Uh-huh. They knew what work yeah. was. They knew what yeah. work was. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we talked about white whiskers, and uh, let's get to white whiskers. But tell us about this song. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I kind of would uh, had just had Olivia, and so I was really having fun with with just creating different ways of her knowing about Christmas and certainly the main story with Jesus, but also having fun with her because she was such a believer in Santa Claus. And I was too. I never wanted to give it up, even when I knew that it really, you know, might not be the real deal, but um, no, she, (laughs) no, (laughs) what? of course, keep believing. That's my theory. That's my theory. Believe, uh, believe. That's right. She she was quite a quite a cutie and quite a believer and so I got the idea to my like I said my dad used to call Santa Claus white whiskers so so I just uh, had a lot of fun writing this song and and making it for for kids that are you know that's what it really Christmas is for is the kids and and uh, so it was it was just a fun story to write with with some of my background feelings in it and then just watching her uh, inspired this song yeah all right well this is white whiskers. We'll be back in just a moment. 
when he comes and goes Another year I've missed him White whiskers always knows Each year I write a letter from Tom Swearingen, who's listening and um, would love to say hello and just uh, make a comment that you're just the best and proud to call you a friend. <laughs> well, Tom, uh, back at you, my my good friend. I tell you, it's uh, it's been a joy to get to know you a little better and, you know, do some more gigs with you. And, uh, boy, he's been just right there to do some uh you know, help each other out. He's helped Olivia get some gigs. And then we took on our first co-writing venture uh, for uh, the songwriting deal um, uh, at the IWMA. The you were there, weren't uh-huh. you? Yeah. I, you know, I got to that event late and it was almost over when I got there. Unfortunately, that was one of the things I was really looking forward to. That was a new event, the team penning event. Um, yes. And I think it was so popular. It will definitely be back next year so yeah 
Well, Very well, I hope that's uh, the first of many songs I can uh, team pin uh, with with Tom on because it was uh, yeah. it was pretty effortless. We 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 got together in just one afternoon and wrote our song, and, and it turned out pretty well, I think. Yeah, and to our listeners who don't know Tom, um, he is an award-winning um, poet who is uh, called home the same state as uh, Joni. So um, you guys are neighbors somehow. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, looking forward to seeing him over the holiday season, I hope. Yeah, you know, so, there's yeah, a he's, song He doesn't have not... quite as far as you guys to go on the 19th, so maybe uh, he, no. he and Carla will come. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a song, another favorite of um, mine, of yours, Joni, that's not not on the Christmas album, and so it's not on our playlist today. But every time I hear it, I think of Christmas and its catalog dreams. Yeah. Um, because in that song, you know, you, you pass around the Sears catalog, which at different times was called the wish book. I can remember as a kid, right. um, and we would circle the things, you know, that we, that we dreamt about and, you know, you just have, um, you have such a wonderful way of, of taking moments in life and translating them for us to uh, allow us to let our own imaginations and memories uh, fly. And I, I think that is such a gift as a songwriter. Well, thank you very much. I have to give credit, a lot of credit, to um, my wonderful friend, Jim Verhos, Hobo Jim Verhos, who passed away a month and a half or so ago uh, of cancer. And uh, Nashville will never be the same to me for not being able to have him there. He took me up to Alaska too, because he lived part-time in Alaska and part-time Nashville. And, oh, I would say three to four songs on just about every one of my albums I co-wrote with Jim, including, uh, catalog dreams. And we just, we just had a connection and a way of, of really playing off of each other. And, and, you know, that's not something you get with everybody. Wood Newton is another one that is one of my favorite writers to, to write with. And it's just, it's, it's really something special because you have to share what's in your heart. And, you know, the first few times I was doing that, it would almost be like, Oh man, I hope they don't think this is dumb or get, you know, get embarrassed of saying what you were thinking. Cause you thought, well, mm-hmm. they're such a great songwriter. They might not like what I had to say, but uh, you know, that that one it just was so special to write and um that was kind of my coat of many colors i i that, that's been my favorite song and one that i've tried to pattern some writing after and just studied that when i first heard dolly sing it and so i think um you know catalog dreams is kind of one of those kinds of songs it just kind of hits the heart mhm now i know that gary has queued up the title track for christmas in the country i think we're playing next so why don't you tell us a little bit about that going home all right well yes indeed you know there really hasn't i'm so fortunate i know that to say that uh, i have never missed a christmas here i've i've played right up until christmas one year i was even i remember it was it was pretty tough i went to uh disney paris I was in France right up until about the 20th of December, and um, for some reason my phone wouldn't work, and I couldn't I couldn't call home. I couldn't touch base with anybody here. It was beautiful seeing all the families enjoying, you know, Disney Paris and and going around together. But it, in a lot of ways, it just tugged at my heart all the more and made me miss my family and being home for Christmas even more. And so, you know, I mm-hmm. think today I'd like to dedicate that song to. 
the, our wonderful, wonderful folks in the military and folks that cannot be home with their families mm-hmm. for Christmas because, uh, you know, it, it, it really is one of those times a year that I think would be – well, I've had that feeling not being able to speak to my family that it's very lonesome uh, to not be with your family on Christmas. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, mm-hmm. after what I, I wrote this song with just how lucky you and how great it always felt to pull in the driveway, my family. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but let's dedicate it to those guys today because they're out there working yeah. hard and fighting for us, and some a lot of them are not being able to be with their families. Going home, Joni Harm. We'll be back in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe. There's a place I love many miles away. This time of year it calls to me. Down an old dirt road, there's a big white house. There waiting is my family. Mama called me just last week. Said they were counting the days. Going home for community are you in there in Oregon? Well, it's grown. I, I wouldn't even begin to know how many are here now, but Canby, Oregon used to be pretty small when I was growing up. It's uh, only about a 
35-minute ride from Portland, though, so as you can imagine, it's a place That's that a has uh, been convenient yeah. Yeah, for a lot of folks yeah. to tramp, you know, go back and forth now. But we're still far enough out of Canby that, that our we still have, you know, a place that's pretty much out of the way and, and uh, got a few neighbors, but, but we're still pretty private out here, which I, I hope it stays that way. That's That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I was growing up, uh, a little, little town in Tennessee that the entire county only had 3,000 people in it at the time. Right. And yeah. uh, always, always enjoyed the Christmas parade and yeah. participated in those Christmas parades. And so, you know, we always got into the horseback section of it. So Sure. Which, which put us at the end of the parade because there were horse that we left, you know, as we traveled along. But but did you have Christmas parades growing up, or do you still have Christmas oh, parades sure. in Canby? Yes, absolutely, absolutely, and the tree lighting. And, you know, I, I just really have mentioned to a lot of people, I feel so blessed to have grown up when I, I mean, any time you can be in this world is, is, is great. But I, I, you know, I feel for some of the young folks now that don't get to experience things like we did and and having to wear masks all the time and i mean just i hope i hope this doesn't last too much longer but but it is what it is but i i feel very blessed to have grown up when we did that's for sure don't you guys i do mm-hmm. absolutely i do. Mm-hmm. i do. i always always fond memories of the things growing up whether it was halloween yeah. or thanksgiving or particularly christmas i think and it, it truly goes back to really not, not, you know, we didn't know that we didn't have that much. And, and I didn't really know. This is another interesting thing is I thought everybody's family, you know, played music and sang and, and you know, had did lots of cooking in the kitchen together. And, you know, I just thought that's that was the way it was everywhere. And so I feel blessed more than ever now that I know that isn't necessarily the case for everyone. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. Well, it's a yeah. special time and a special family to be able to experience well, these things and to pass it on to kids. And I know that even CDs are not that popular anymore, but I do want to mention that I'm getting ready. I think it's going to go live today on my website, and I've got a two for three. So if anybody does want to pick up a couple of CDs, they do fit nice in the stocking. I bet Mary Kay's got several that she could uh, she pass does. along to. And yeah. uh, so, you know, I want to put out a plug for – for if anybody's trying to do some shopping, it makes it nice and easy that you can uh, just go on online and, and you can get three CDs for the price of two. And then I also have one other quick thing to plug, and that is the Art of the Cowgirl coming up in yeah. January in Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. It's a wonderful new organization that I'm so proud to be part of. And Olivia and I will be teaching a songwriters class out there on the Thursday and Friday. And um, if Santa wants to uh, maybe get Mrs. Santa, something nice, get her a trip to Arizona and maybe sign her up if she likes to write. It doesn't have to be songs, you know, just get a creative writing class and uh, and uh, treat her to that because I'm pretty sure she would really enjoy herself if she likes anything Western. Well, I'm sure she would. We'll have to get Tammy Pate back on the show and talk about for the Cowgirl this year. So. Indeed, you should. Yeah, just or just go to www.artofthecowgirl.com and you can find out all about it. So. Right. That would be great. Yeah, Tammy's a wonderful, amazing young lady. She is. All right, there's another song we want to get to right quickly because we're not through. Uh, okay. And this is called King of Kings. So tell us yes. about this. This is a gorgeous song. Tell us about this. 
Well, you know, I mean, it's it's something that we just can't forget what the real meaning of Christmas is. And, and you know, sometimes we get caught up in a, a lot of the things that are going on, so much to do, uh, myself included. You know, I want to stretch it out because I love every piece of it. But if some things kind of go wrong one day and I get called a whole different direction than what my plan was, I can, uh, I can say, oh, my goodness, I'm way behind. And that is not anything to do with what Christmas is really all about. It's our wonderful Lord and Savior. And so when I was writing my uh, songs for my Christmas album, I, I absolutely tried to make about half and half, some that just were fun and Santa Clausy and fun, you know, kid songs, and then, and then also reminders of what we really need to be thinking about as Christmas approaches. Well, since I now have to question Santa Claus, we never have to question him. So. I feel terrible. <laughs> Let's take a listen to King of Kings, and we'll be back to talk more with Joni Arms today. Well, thank King you. That King. one I can tell you is for real, Gary. But no, no question. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm still going to watch those Christmas cookies to see if they're gone in the morning. Put them out. 
Okay. Yes, absolutely you should. And there'll be plenty of them. So, like I said, if you and Bobby can find a way to get out here, there'll be plenty for you, too, (laughs) not just Santa Claus. You know, they do make U.S. mail and make boxes that things fit in. Just just saying, you know. (laughs) Okay, we might have to work on that. All right. Sounds good. Tell everybody again how they can get your music, take advantage of the Christmas special that you've got, and, uh, and you know, you're touring again, so how they can follow your schedule. Absolutely. Well, I am just rebuilding my website, and I think some of the new stuff is coming to life today. Wouldn't that be interesting how it just coincided perfectly with this show? Yeah. But I... <laughs> But I do have a Christmas special coming, the two for three. And and if you want actual CDs, which I still per- personally just absolutely love to hold a CD in my hand, see the pictures, see the songwriters, see the musicians. Um, it's mm-hmm. just it's just nice to actually have it to hold in your hand versus download myself. Uh, they're certainly available um, through download as well. But if you would like to just get the CD, just go to JoniHarms.com and. Uh, Click on, you know, the, the music and the, the things that are for sale. We've got some caps and books and all kinds of things. But, um, yeah, just, just please join us there and, and uh, take a look around. And I do have a bunch of new uh, things coming together. We'll be in Dallas-Fort Worth, first part of January. Then followed right after that is the wonderful Art of the Cowgirl in Arizona. And um, just lots of new things coming up. But also, folks, uh, just know that if you have any um, thoughts of, of a place that you think it would be nice for myself or any of us uh, artists to be able to perform, please let us know because we're all uh, just chomping at the bit to get back out and come sing for you and play for you. Well, you don't want to miss Joni Harms in concert, and uh, so check out her website. What is it, JoniHarms.com? Yes, sir. Yes, it is. Joni, J-O-N-I. Harms, H-A-R-M-S dot com, and uh, take advantage of that Christmas special. There's nothing like the real deal to be able to pass along. You can't pass along digital downloads that well. So That's right. That's right. And, and, and like I said, the, the whole idea behind my Christmas album was to pretend like I'm just sitting in your living room playing. It's very acoustic, as you can hear. No bells or whistles, mm-hmm. really. Just a little bit of jingle bells in there a couple places. But... Um, <laughs> Other than that, uh, no, very acoustic, and and I just want to wish everybody a wonderful Christmas, and thank you, uh, Gary and Bobby, for having me on your wonderful show. Well, you're very welcome, and Merry Christmas to you. Thank you so much. All right, let's take a listen to Christmas from the Country. We'll be back in just a moment with Saddle Up America. Thanks, Joni. Thank you. Out here in the country when December rolls around We plan a big old get-together Inviting folks from all around It's a time for sharing A time to spread the joy It's a birthday celebration For that precious baby boy It's Christmas in the country And I guess that you could say Christmas in the country is the best time of the year. 
Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We'll be back in just a moment to talk with our good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole, today, Saddle Up America. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Robert Eversole is joining us today. Hey, Robert, how are you? 
Hey, pretty good. It's good to hear from you. How you doing? Doing good. <laughs> doing good. It's starting to look like Christmas a little bit with all the decorations around here. How about out in Washington? Uh, the decorations are here, but uh, we got no snow on the ground. It all melted. Ah. Mm. <laughs> no complaints. <laughs> nope. No complaints. Uh, no complaints. Um this is the time of year that I just as soon be in Phoenix as up here, but you know, it is what it is. Oh <laughs> uh, gosh. <laughs> well, I got to ask, uh, how are the book signings going? Uh, very well. Uh, it's, it's still just a hoot. <laughs> they had a, uh, a, a clinic, the, the first clinic in, in ages, uh, a land navigation clinic uh, <laughs> with a local search and rescue group. Uh, this past weekend, and they were all asking about the book. Did you bring books for us? Yeah. How about that? So, <laughs> and you did. That was just just a hoot. Yes, I did. Yes, I Good. did. Uh, so yeah, so it's yeah, it's just yeah, it, it's really fun. <laughs> well, now I know the the last time you were on, Bobby was giving you some clues about signing at book signing. But it looks like and I've been got using something. those clues. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yay. You are becoming <laughs> yeah. an expert. Well, I, I, I listen to the experts. And, Bobby, okay. you were right about those, uh, about those little cards that people can write what they want you to sign. Oh, good. Good, good, good. That's well, great. That's, that, is, that is exciting. So, again, congratulations on your number one best-selling book and uh <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna tell people a little bit later how they can get that book and add that for christmas list for people i happen to That'll notice work. that you were doing some mule riding just i was uh we had uh we had a clear day it, it's been kind of you know even though we live on the edge of the desert um you know it, it's it's been kind of Kind of gray and dreary. I'm actually out. I'm running errands. I had a doctor's appointment today. My physical therapist, I think, is going to fire me. So I'm very happy about that. Oh, uh, yay. He, says, he says, says, says it won't be too much longer before they kick, kick me loose. So, uh, But it's just been kind of gray and dreary here. Uh, but last weekend on, on Sunday, it was, it was a brisk 27 degrees, but the sun was out mm-hmm. a little bit. Oh. And uh, so we broke the ponies out, and I was really wishing that I had, you know, something warmer than just jeans on. No. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, got uh, everybody out and worked them for just a little bit, um, and and it was good. I think for the for my 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 winter project, I think I'm gonna my my go-to pack mule Ellie. She has not had a riding saddle on her in in years, so I put the riding saddle on her, and we just worked worked uh, just just nice and easy. I'm, I, I, I I I I don't like pushing the the, the critters hard. Um, we got plenty of time, but I think by by this time next year, I think she's going to earn that uh, that second bell in her tail. So she'll be a packing and a riding animal. Good. Well, you know, it's just a good thing have because you never know when you're riding creature is uh, not available and needs something else to ride exactly 
Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's just a, a good thing that um, I've really been negligent on. I mean, um, it Ruger is my go-to guy, <laughs> and, and and poor old Ellie, you know, she, if, if we're not if we're not packing, she just gets left behind. I started feeling kind of guilty. <laughs> so what about Coco? Coco is just the berries. Um, you know, put put the saddle back on her and got well, well, Coco's favorite speed is whoa, which I, I really like most of the time. <laughs> um, and so, um, but you know, I still have, um, you know, when, when you're riding, I, I I think what do we call it? Centered riding, uh, and, you know, and, and the the lateral stuff, right and left, is, is really good, you know. Um, but it's that front and back, uh, or kind of Coco's, uh, sticky spots. Okay. And, uh, so, so the, the thing that I work on for, for that is, is transitions, you know, the walk, trot, canter, or, or, or lope if we're talking to, to, to the Western crowd. Um, right. and, and to get those transitions just nice and smooth and soft and, and responsive. And with Coco, she likes a walk. And to break her into anything more is like pulling in teeth. So, oh wow! So I mean, that's kind of like me. Well, me too. I like. Yeah. It, it, it's hard to get me out of a walk anymore. So, yeah. So, so yeah, but you know, it, it's something to work on. Um, and and so we've been working working with that with with Coco. You know, can we get these transitions, that walk, trot, canter, you know, going up, but going down as well. Um, and and so we're, we're working on that. Um, and just, you know, just this is a, a great time of the year just to do little, little refinement things. Um, and so I'm, 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 I'm enjoying it, although I got to say. You spend more than an hour or so outside. It's just too cold. You got to go into that nice stove <laughs> inside where you got a nice stove going. Well, that's true. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's too cold to be out on the trail, and so this is a great time to be working with your uh, your horses or your mules to kind of suit up and see uh, the spring before you know it, it'll be spring again. It will be. I, I was talking, well, I've been talking a lot with uh, expo venues over the past few weeks. And, um, you know, March, February, March is going to be here before you know it. Yeah. And, you know, those expos, they're right at the cusp of spring. So, yeah, I'm looking at the calendar and thinking, gee golly, these aren't too far away. <laughs> well, it's been, it's been amazing to me how quick this year has has come and gone and uh and we're already december the 9th and we were talking about christmas a while ago how is your christmas shopping by the way is celeste taken care of uh celeste is, is taken care of i got her a copy of the book uh oh good <laughs> good did she sign one of those cards too did you do that on your I, own i did yeah yeah <laughs> What, what do you want? You want your inscription to be love. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're, 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 we're kind of set on Christmas. We're, 
Yeah, I tell you the truth, I haven't even thought about it, so I hope she's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got you. <laughs> too busy with other stuff. Um, okay. Although well, this I weekend, said, we go ahead. No, I just started to say I said earlier in the show that I had finished all of the shopping for Mary Kay, and it is all wrapped, and uh, it is sitting right. In middle of the dining room table so then she can look at it and wonder what she's got <laughs> you know and uh yeah, the card's done it's it's sitting out there and so uh it's just tempting it's just tempting. there you go Shake yeah you are much table. more on the yeah. ball than i well uh, first time so let's put uh-oh yeah, so yeah let's put christmas decorations up uh so we got the lights and all that happy stuff and but uh, my, my, I, I put one Christmas ornament up every year, and I've, and I've got a, a, a little pine tree out on the side yard that I hang it from. But last okay. year it broke, and I've I got to find a mm-hmm. replacement for it to hang, hang on my Charlie Brown Christmas mm-hmm. tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. So it's that. the same, mm-hmm. same ornament every year? Yeah. I, I, I was I, thinking I put you it up were getting a different ornament every year, you know, something that no, the weather same just one? kind of, uh, yeah, same one. Because, uh, well, actually, I didn't even put it up. I just never took it down. So I, I huh. put it up when we moved here. <laughs> and sometime this summer it broke. Um, but, yeah, just a, as as the weather aged it, it's changed slightly over the years. Oh, wow. So, wow. so I got I to gotta steal another one off of uh, from Celeste's Christmas box, I guess. Yeah. So, so do you have um, Robert, do you have a favorite Christmas memory growing up? Uh, uh yeah, I you know, we 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 moved a lot uh, as, you know, when growing up and so Christmas was always a a, a time for to get together with extended family. Yeah, and and in our case it was uh grandparents and so you know, everybody, you know, you know, when we were little, it was all the aunts and uncles and all the cousins. So we always got together um, for Christmas Eve at the grandparents' house when we were in. And so, you know, for for me, Christmas is all about, you know, getting together with, with uh, you know, family. extended family and, and, and family yeah. and, you know, having the feast and, and just, just hanging out. Did you have a favorite Christmas gift that you got as a kid? Well, yeah, socks, right? That's that's that's, that's the best thing at Christmas, getting new socks. Yeah. Um, uh, no, not 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 really. I mean, for me, again, it was just uh, you know, as a youth, getting together with with all the cousins, and now um, in the before times, you know, we we Celeste and I, we would, um, I guess it's been about four years ago now, we um, got a beach house in uh, the Outer Banks off of North Carolina. Oh, and yeah. we had everybody, everybody, you know, all oh, of her, you know, yeah. yeah. And that was, yeah. that was a hoot. Uh, you know, that was the before times. So we were talking just the other day about doing that uh, uh, again, maybe, maybe this coming year. Because um, you just can't beat being around family for, for Christmas. Right. Well, I remember uh, the Paladin TV show was on, and uh, uh-huh. Bobby Jean, our our good friend Johnny Western, you know, was on that mm-hmm. theme song. Mm-hmm. Paladin. Mm-hmm. 
But I remember that my dad, you know, had the five and ten cent stores, and so we sold all kinds of toys. But one of the favorite things was that Paladin gun and holster set, you know, that you could buy Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and, uh, put on. So, and I still enjoy watching Paladin on Saturday morning. The things on there, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. kind of cool, kind of cool. Bobby, what about you? I didn't ask you when we were talking to Joni earlier, but what about what about a favorite Christmas? for you growing up? Well, my dad um, my, my dad would put a big sign on the door down to the basement that said Santa's workshop uh, keep out. And so um, <laughs> we were not allowed to go down to the basement. My mom could still go down and do laundry, you know, but um, mm-hmm. and, and so it was always um anticipation of wondering, you know, what was Santa working on? And then Christmas morning that of course would be revealed. And, and there were always just amazing things that came out of Santa's workshop. So I, 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 I love Christmas and, and I, and I didn't like it to be over um, in the afternoon of the 25th. You know, I've, I've really <laughs> tried to keep it going by, as I mentioned earlier, not opening packages and things until later because I just don't want it to be over. <laughs> just don't want it to end. Just don't want it I to end. I don't want it to end. No, I like looking at wrapped packages. <laughs> oh, I like unwrapping packages. I just, yeah, I just assumed they were unwrapped. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah. Well, what about you? What about you, Gary? Do you have a favorite? Yeah. Do you have a favorite memory? Or two. Um, my dad had had uh, the five and ten cent store, the dime stores, mm-hmm. up. So mm-hmm. we always worked on Christmas Eve. You know, where a lot mm-hmm. of people were with family on Christmas Eve, we always worked because our customers were coming in to pick up their Christmas and right. uh, and put put that under the tree. So we were always there until nine or ten o'clock. But um, when we'd get home, I remember one year. Uh, uh, maybe, I, maybe Bobby, I might have suspected that it wasn't a Santa Claus, you know, back then, uh-huh. talking with Joni. <laughs> but I remember helping uh-huh. Mother put out some things for the brothers. And um, a couple of those were bicycles. And then when I got up on Christmas morning, I had my bicycle. And so mm-hmm. I remember that we got to ride up and down the driveway uh, mm-hmm. on our new bicycles that day. So that was kind of a favorite mm-hmm. Favorite, mm-hmm. favorite and uh, and then after that we had to leave and go to the other family and so it's like gee we had to leave our toys behind and go visit family yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know but uh, today it's all about family it's all about family mm-hmm. there you special, go special memories hey we're gonna take a break listen to a great song from Michael Martin Murphy it's called Christmas on the Line. And uh, we're going to come back and talk more with the number one best-selling author and the expert <laughs> trail rider, camper, Mr. Robert Everson. That old north wind Howling high up in the timber The only choir that I remember I was riding One lone star Hanging over the horizon 
Like the one that led the wise men As they followed heaven's sign Snow can be Like the Like silver bells ringing Christmas on the line Oh, wow. Wow. 
So I do you, so I'm gonna do you know what you're gonna go make? into the recipe box. Well, my mom always did um, three or four different cookies that we would really only have this time of year, and um, and what kind are those? One of them is one of them is called it's her name for it was a Kris Kringle. And it's kind of a butter cookie, and then you roll it in um, chopped nuts, and then you take a candied cherry that you push down on the top before you oh, wow. bake them. And yeah. then um, then there's the snowball, which here in New Mexico is often called a Mexico wedding cookie. It's another kind of a tasty, it's a round cookie that you roll in confectioner's sugar, Right when it comes, do we do that before? After anyway, it's um has um chopped up nuts inside it, and it's it's like a shortbread, but really oh, yeah. really tasty. Yeah. And um, let's see, there's a third one, uh, uh, pecan sandies, I think they were, and they're they're square cookies, um, and they're brown, they're brown on the top, and they also have a nut right on the top of you know, but I can't think. So I think cinnamon. I don't remember what's in that in that recipe, but there were you know there were four or five, and um, she also our our main meal often would have um, Yorkshire pudding on the side. We do a roast beef with Yorkshire pudding, which was is so very very tasty. It's not really a pudding, but that's what it's called. And it goes. Yeah. You use some of the gravy, I think, from the beef, and oh, it's it, it's so delicious. And really, the only time I think we pretty much had it was um, Christmas Day as part of the Christmas meal. So, wow. Bobby, you've made me hungry. Yeah, yeah I'm just sitting here <laughs> thinking I haven't had breakfast or lunch, and now I'm starving to death. That cookie sounds really good to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, Rich, you're the you're the real cook out of the bunch. So what do, what do you what do you do for Christmas cooking and baking? Mm-hmm. Well, generally it's uh, you know the pumpkin breads um, and, and and the pumpkin pies. Um, mm. You know, I'll also do the you know I, I've I've been doing the sourdough breads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tomorrow, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, not tomorrow. This weekend, I am going to make I. My my downfall in baking, sugar cookies. I've never been able to bake sugar cookies oh, well. Wow. So I'm going to try it again this weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is that is that a cutout cookie? When you say sugar cookie, yes. I mean, are you working? With, yes, with cookie cutters. Oh, yes. I've been yes. thinking the same thing, Robert. I have some wonderful cookie cutters, and I, they're calling to me. <laughs> oh, there you oh. go. You know, because so it's a decorating makers? them, too. Any, we have it's any decorate- fruit makers? Yeah. We have any fruitcake makers? No, fruitcakes are something that, that you buy and re-gift a couple times. I oh, yeah. love fruitcakes, so you be careful there. I, I love fruitcakes. <laughs> <laughs> you must have a lot of rum in that fruitcake or something. You know? Send them my way. <laughs> you can oh, gift them to me. If any come in the mail, we'll ship them. <laughs> I guess the most aligned dessert out there is probably fruitcake. You know, I'd say so. Now, what about you? What, what, any any baking in, in the in the in the next couple of weeks for you, Gary? I will leave that up to my wife. She is a fantastic cook, and I wouldn't even begin to touch anything like that <laughs> unless you can unless you can grill it. I, I you know you don't want me anywhere near it. 
do not want to. Okay. Yeah, so I may do some grilling uh, between now and December the 25th. Grilling? Oh, That's my. Well, yeah. Make me feel bad. What's the temperature there? The temperature earlier today was in the 50s, but let me see what the temperature is right now because it was, uh, oh, it's 62 right now. 62 <laughs> in But it was in the 30s earlier. 62 for five months. Yeah, it was in there. It was in the <laughs> 30s earlier this week, and then I think that it was supposed to hit about 70 before it drops off again into the 30s and 40s next week. So that's kind of the way our weather goes here, up and down. And I expect it's that way for you, Bobby. Um, 57 um, here today. I'm just looking at my old home, my old stomping grounds in Santa Clarita. They've got rain. At 54 in California, and another place I left, used to live has snow today in upstate New York. So it's wow. kind of it's fun to see what's happening around, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is, and it changes for everybody. You know. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's been an interest, another interesting weather year for folks. So Robert, we we that, want to talk a little bit about horses and you know trail riding and that kind of thing, but. I am fine talking about cooking, but if we must. <laughs> well, you, you'll, you'll, this will be okay because, you know, at Christmas time and people are getting gifts for their horses and their mules, uh, the question always comes up, blanket or no? Oh, you just want to be mm. divisive, Gary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us, Robert. Yeah. Blanket or no? You know, I, 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 for me, it's no. Okay. You know, for, for for me, it's no, um, only because I my critters are are um, I, I guess really? I can't say youngish because I've got some of them are you know you know seventeen eighteen, but yeah. uh, they're in good shape. Um, they don't have any issues with the cold, and and they grow hair like yaks for the most part. So mm-hmm. for me, it, it's an issue of keeping them cool rather than keeping them warm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So for me, no. But you know, if somebody has a, a thin-skinned critter and and uh, it needs a little bump, you know, by all means, use them. When I first brought Ruger, because remember Ruger was from Phoenix, and okay. and that first winter up here, I felt bad for him. I I <laughs> I, I had the electrician out to put uh, heat lamps in the barn for the guy. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, he well, he just didn't grow hair that first year, and 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 I felt terrible. So did the blanket thing, got some heat lamps in the barn. You know, he's since you know he, he he's acclimatized himself to the area now, yeah. but he still doesn't have the hair of the girls. Um, and Coco, being part Icelandic, with a pretty good haircut. I, 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 oh, buddy. You know, yeah. not only does she have a, a, you know, most mules don't have, you know, a, a full bushy tail, and she certainly does. But I bet her, I bet her fur is three and a half inches long. Oh it, wow! It, wow. It, well, it, it, yeah, and you, you can't really work her because she gets too hot this time of the year. Yeah. It's like celestial yeah. horse. Yeah. So, you know, with them, I worried should I clip them. <laughs> Well, and again, 
again, going back to the blanketing thing, there are a lot of people that do uh, do clip on their horses during the winter when right. they're doing a lot of riding. Right. And so, you know, those cases, I think a blanket would be okay, appropriate. And oh, for an older yeah, yeah, horse, yeah. you know, that needs some help, I think so. But for the most part, uh, blankets are more for people, I think, than they are the horses. I, I think so. Uh, a dear friend of mine, um, and I, Celeste and I were asking him, you know, his thoughts on blankets, and uh, and his, well, like I said, dear friend, I'm not gonna gonna give names because he may be listening. He he said Celeste, Equus Equus has 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 survived for millennia before middle-aged women came into this into the play. So <laughs> I know what that means, but we won't go into that. <laughs> so, so no, we've got the blankets if we need them, um, and and so far we haven't. Um, right. if, if we were to get a big rain event here and they couldn't get out, um, and and you know, I, I think I'd I'd be more apt to put the blankets on them there um, if, if they were to get, you know. Oh. Wet and and, yeah. and and windy is a whole right. different matter than, you know, right. just just cold. But yeah, right. no blankets for the most right. part. Okay, all right. Well, that's that's the only question that I had about that. So you had talked a little bit earlier about the uh, uh, expo events starting in uh, March, April. Uh, yeah, they're starting to come back a- after yeah. what almost two years of, of no expos, you know. Yeah. Um, so you know they're, they're starting to start. First one. First one. Where are you going? Uh, well, I was talking yesterday with uh, the Rocky Mountain Horse Expo in Denver. Okay. And so it looks like it'll be that, and then the Washington State Horse Expo. Uh, in Vancouver, Washington, which is just across the river from uh, Portland, Oregon. Okay. And then it will be the Nebraska Trail Horse Expo in Omaha. And then comes the Backcountry Horseman Rendezvous in Washington. And then... Then comes, I guess it's the Iowa Horse Expo in Des Moines. Okay. Um, and then it, I, then I think I have a week or a weekend, and then I believe it's the Minnesota Horse Fair in, oh heavens, what, what's what, what's the Tri Cities in Minnesota? Des Moines. Oh, I forgot uh, the name thanks. of this. St. Paul, well, Minneapolis and St. Paul. Well, Minneapolis. St. Paul. Yeah. Minneapolis. Okay. All right. So, so yeah. Well, so. it says, when are you coming to Tennessee this year? Since I'm back in Tennessee, it'd be cool to see you. No, I, I, I wanted to, to come, and, I, and, and uh, I got the, the very gracious offer to come, but it, that came after the Backcountry Horsemen asked me to come to their rendezvous. And, okay. you know, it's kind of a... You know, you asked me earlier, or, or you might not get me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Man's in demand. The man in demand. That's pretty cool. Well, so, so for no, our listeners, be a lot of, oh. 
questions because for our listeners around the world, uh, they want to get your book. They'll want to be able to follow your tour schedule. And they'll want to see all the camping information that you have uh, and product information that you have. So is there a website that they might visit to find out There about? is. What that would that be, be the trail that would be trailmeister.com. That's M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, they can find all that good stuff there. And, and uh, yeah, give us a visit. Uh, largest horse trail and camp guide in the world still. Um, that, that's my – I have to add a few more places, you know, because most of the places that people add, you know we're over 3,000 areas across the U.S. now? Oh wow. wow! So wow. yeah, so that's that's a lot of pl- areas. That's a lot um, of area. Yeah, but people, you know, they I probably get uh, three or four new places a day, uh, or updates to to existing okay. areas. Um, and so, I've been been busy with with, with other things for the past couple of days. So, uh, on my on my schedule. Do you have a schedule planner? I have to have a schedule planner that I write down what I want to accomplish. Otherwise, I just get so sidetracked, especially well, this time yeah. of the year. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> and, and Mary Kay and I kind of sit down and have a, okay, let's go over the calendar and see what's coming up type thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, well, so you today have to I'll be those. updating websites uh, and getting that that in there. Just added a a couple new things yesterday uh, uh, about uh, first aid training uh, that that works. You know, we we spoke last time after yeah. my uh, yeah my uh, wilderness first responder course, right. and uh, so little little piece about you know why why having that that first aid knowledge is is important, and and really from that course. You know, when I think of wilderness, I think capital W wilderness, you know, congressionally right, mandated, right. you know, the, the Satan, the Bob. But when you talk about medicine, wilderness has a whole different meaning. And right. and for for in a medical sense, wilderness is any place where you might have to wait for an hour or better, um, you know, for uh, EMS services to arrive. And heavens, we could be. That far, we we could be someplace that counts as wilderness for a medical context before we've had to tighten our cinches. That's so, right. That's you know, it's right. something to think about. Can we, you know, we might we might be within cell phone range, but you know, in a park or someplace where where it might be a while before you know the ambulance can get there, um, can we can we stabilize a, a, an injury or something? That really really stuck with me. Uh, and I, I want to be, be the, the best trail ride partner that I can be. So I am, I am very glad that, that we took that class. Well, I think that's outstanding. And of course, if somebody's riding with you, they need to have a course like that. Because I know, because I'm going to wind up hurting myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Robert Eversole, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you and, and Bobby and, and yourself. You know, best wishes to, to everyone and you and yours. The new year will be here before you know it, and we will be visiting again and catching up on some exciting.
exciting things that are going on with Trailmeister. So, Thank you so tell, much. You guys have a wonderful Christmas too. I will do so. You guys take care and be safe, be healthy, and, and all that good stuff. All right. Look forward to talking to you in the new year. And um, all right. we're going to listen to Don Edwards right now every day. It's Christmas in the West. And Robert Eversole, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. They say Christmas comes but once a year. But don't you believe it's so. That's only a story you may hear from those who just don't know that every day is Christmas in the West. Every day is Christmas in the West. There's always an evergreen tree And always stars like ornaments in the sky Nature makes a present of each day Skylarks softly carol on their way Every day is Christmas 
The legendary Mr. Don Edwards. Every day is Christmas in the West. Well, Bobby Bell, this has just been such a fun show today with our friend Joni Harms and Robert Everstall and you. Well, I want to get baking, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm inspired. No Christmas shopping uh, here, only baking. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, I'm happy to have my wife bake. That would be that would be great. Mm-hmm. She is a great cook. She is a great yeah. cook. So, um, out west, do we still have time to place orders and get um, we do, we do, um, but time is uh, of the essence, and some of our vendors were starting to see them run out of certain sizes or whole styles, and things that we thought would maybe be back in stock in November, maybe now not till March. Wow. So, um, you know, the remedy to that, for, for anybody listening who's disappointed anywhere that you're shopping is... You know, unless the gift is for a a young person who gets very excited on Christmas morning, just cut a picture, you know, print a picture of that, of what you want to give and put it in a nice box and wrap it up and, and say, this is ordered for you and expected in January or March or whenever it might be, (laughs) you know, and get it ordered. So when they become available again, you will get, be the first, you know, to, to, to deli- to have it delivered, um, that is a way to contain some disappointment and frustration, saving you hours of keep keep looking for something that is so- sold out everywhere, you know. Wow. But um, yes, you can still order outwestshop.com and save ten percent off a purchase of a hundred dollars or more. The more you spend, the more you'll save with the code SANTA, S-A-N-T-A, all in caps. Um, And we will get that ordered up for you if we don't have it ourselves. And it's coming from one of our vendor partners, and we'll get it on its way. Yes, there is still time. All right. Well, that's good. I tell you, I got ready to order a um, pair of shoes. And I have to order some shoes because I I have a... Double E foot or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm, can't mm-hmm. pick up a pair of shoes. And uh, uh, getting it from L.L. Bean, and I, and I looked at it, and they said, shipping February the 22nd. And I thought, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Mm-hmm. crazy. Welcome to our world. <laughs> wow. wow. Yep. Anyway, so go ahead and visit yeah. outwestshop.com and place your orders now and uh, and make somebody happy for Christmas. So that would be a good thing to do. Good thing to do. A couple of things I want to mention real quickly for folks that may be in the Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama, Georgia area close to the Tennessee line. Mary Kay will be doing a Christmas concert uh, on Sunday beginning at 6 o'clock. And we have posted that to social media. Reservations only, so uh, you can visit uh, westernlegacy.net to find out more about that, or you can visit us on uh, Facebook or Instagram and and get information on her concert. And then Bobby, January 14th, you remember we had the girls that were doing the Mustang Discovery Ride? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, riding 5,000 miles across the country. So on January the 14th, we are going to be showing the documentary that we talked about with uh, uh, John Latham. You remember he uh-huh, uh-huh. done this documentary? And so we're going to be filming that documentary or showing that documentary in Gallatin, Tennessee, at the Palace Theater, which is the oldest oldest theater in Tennessee. Uh, I think it was opened in 1915. But it is oh, on the oh. square in Galveston, Tennessee. So we're going to be showing the movie The Mustangs, America's Wild Horse. And we will be visiting the two young ladies that are making the Mustang Discovery Ride. So we'll have a question answer session. So that will be coming up and we'll be posting more information on that. But that will be like a cool deal. And uh, we'll post some things uh, probably on Instagram and Facebook. In the next day or two, because the theater will only seat about 200 people, and so we want to make sure that you get in to see the documentary and visit with these young ladies. So that'll be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all I'll talk about right now. We've got some other things coming up, <laughs> but um, well, we've got the Mary Kay's got the Girl Meets West event that's taking place in uh, Escalante, Utah, at Slot Canyon Inn. That's taking place. So you can visit her website or ours and find out more about the Girl Meets West conference that's taking place and um, just a few, few slots for that. So that's always a lot of fun. And I'm telling you, people make lifelong friendships when they've attended mm-hmm. one of the Girl Meets West events. So that's coming up in February. Um, I know that you have some kind of a fabulous final thought to leave with us today, <laughs> two weeks before Christmas? Well, um, this is from uh, Desmond Tutu. Do your little bit of good where you are. It's those little bits of good put together that overwhelm the world. That's a very good closing thought. Very good closing invite all of you to join us next Thursday, beginning at noon, Central Standard Time for the Campfire Cafe in Saddle Up America. Our guest on Campfire Cafe will be Jennifer Lind and just a great Christmas album that she has. We'll be visiting with her and sharing her great Christmas music. And then Dale Shields will be joining us for Saddle Up America, and we'll be talking about Best of America Horse. You might want to join them. In 2022, we want to thank you for joining us today. We remind you, you can listen to the podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, or iTunes. And we're going to close the show today with a great song from our friends in Canada, the Western Swing Authority, and it's Christmas bonus. We'll see you next week on Equestrian Legacy Radio. Scrooge. I see 
what you did there. When suddenly it's raining green right out of the blue. Sitting here like Rockefeller in a Santa hat. We should pay the bill. Ah, don't be a buzzkill. There's more important things. That's true. I know you know what we should do. Baby, but I'd rather spend this Christmas bonus on you. I'd like to take you to that fancy place downtown. That would be lovely. Where you have to wear a suit. That's cute. But then I'd need a new gown And likely a new pair of shoes oh, Of course, dear so We could try to save a little Just to make it through the middle of those January blues A Christmas bonus, how about that? We raked it in like Penitella in this Vegas ad We should pay the bill Ah, don't be a buzzkill There's more amusing things That's true I know you know what we should do Baby, but I'd rather spend this Christmas bonus on you Although it would be really nice to see Zero on that balance, wouldn't it, baby? <laughs> well, there's zero chance of that happening Oh, decisions, decisions Well, some things don't cost money, if you know what I'm saying Ebenezer's turned to do a grinning Cheshire cat. Look at you. 